about this. So, Chris, what's this new concept with the uh, bad idea there? I don't know. I just wanted to talk about X-Wing with you two. I, oh. I have no great plans. <laughs> is this well, going to be a is this going to be a conflict of interest for you, Chris? Um, no, because I'm not interesting. It's the lack of loyalty podcast now. <laughs> I already did um, some X-wing stuff with Bruno anyway, um, but then I was like, eh, you know, you know what this this Bruno podcast is missing. It's missing Zach. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. It a while um, a while ago, and was like, uh, you know what? Can't I can't really be bothered because no one's really playing a lot of X-wing, and then you were kind of getting back into it. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I was I was super on the fence. I was. So my best friend is not an X-Wing player, and I was talking to him about it, and he's like, oh, I thought you were out of X-Wing. I was like, well, I, I thought they weren't going to change it enough. I thought we were going to have all these new rules, and everything was actually probably going to be the same, and I was out on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you take the rules all by themselves, or what leak, it was bad. But when you put it in context with the the missions and everything, everything else that changed. Yeah. Uh, because I, I played a couple of the, um, what I affectionately now call the coin flip meta games. I guess now's the time to record, right? Yeah, we've been recording for oh, like fantastic. minutes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I played a couple of the, the coin flip meta games, as I call it. And I was like, I mean, it's neat that they you know took away the bidding and we're seeing a little bit more diversity in squad building. But like, it's still wrong to engage the, the person that decides, hey, I'm going to play the game now probably making a mistake mm-hmm. and uh i mean you know at its core x-wing is a fun game when everyone's like playing very much for, like i see why people would feel like things don't need to be changed because when everyone's playing in good faith um it was fine and great but you at a tournament you cannot legislate what's in a person's heart uh despite what ffg tried <laughs> with fortressing and all that noise so yeah we we have too many uh, Warhammer player and Magic the Gathering players now, so we need you know they need to do some change to get those people out. <laughs> Don't yeah, there there was definitely Bruno. a little bit of okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we kind of lost some hardcore tournament player that could not adjust to the new game. Let's say because now they what used to work for them is not there anymore. So since I guess they are narrow-minded, they can't adjust to the new thing, and they cannot do as much negative play experience, so <laughs> they decided to la- to leave. But so far, I've I've played a couple of games, did a tournament, everything was great, had a good time, came in second place, maybe that's why I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach, you were a playtester on that, no? Uh, I was a FFG playtester. Mm-hmm. Um... So I have not been, well, I guess I, for my, I haven't read the, uh, AMG NDA, but I've been told that, um, they're not allowed to confirm that they're testers with FFG where you were allowed to at least say, Hey, I'm a tester. Okay. Um, I, I can say vague stuff, especially once like, so my name's in the gauntlet, right? So, um, I can say, Hey, I, I worked on the gauntlet. Uh, I think these upgrades are fun. Uh, I don't think it's breaking my NDA to say that I, I referred to Mandalorian commandos as the Mando casino uh, whenever <laughs> I, I played with them. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I have not um, 
you know, the, the crazy thing, and AMG's confirmed it, right? Like, a lot of this was in the FFG pipeline uh, okay. well beforehand. So, like, you know, I mentioned part of the reason I, I had to step away from the Loremaster cast was, um, you know, because there was stuff in the pipe, like, that all of the, there, there was a lot in the pipe, as we're seeing. Um, you know, obviously stuff has changed. Actually, that's really exciting for me now. It's, uh, <laughs> I was once told by someone else who was a playtester, don't be a playtester because it's boring uh in in regards to like you know you sort of know everything and like mm-hmm. i gotta say i am really excited um because with amg's like point system I, I don't know anything about like you know i know the words on the cards that are coming out on these cards that are getting previewed but like i you know i always used to rail against podcasters who are like oh it depends on how many points this ship is whether it's good or not and i like that was always such a lazy answer but now it's like you know, like Victor Hell, would I play him at three points with no upgrades? Maybe. Would I play, pay him at four points with a bunch of, you know, upgrades? Definitely. Um, what if he's five points with a bunch of loadout and no way to increase his firepower? Oh, you know, now now maybe not. So uh, <laughs> it, it it's fun to spe- speculate, and I just I just truly have no idea. And uh, anyone who does is is lying or uh, breaking a signed agreement. So, <laughs> well, the best thing for me now, well, best the most confusing thing for me is that the swaps aren't even consistent across the ships anymore. So, like, uh, one pilot might changes, like modify his ship differently to another. So you've got like people with torpedoes when everyone else has got missile, like Sabine in an A wing having a torpedo. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome game design, right? Like, or well, it's awesome design space. It is. It has been fun. It has been fun so far. It definitely adds a little bit to the mental tax of players. Um, but yeah, it's 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 super cool that they can do that now that they're not bound by. But Zach, what did you say? Mental tax? Yeah. Was that uh, mental tax or mental burden? It's more to remember. Like, it, oh it... man, there's like a shit ton of shitload of cards. <laughs> yeah. Like my the gauntlet I was playing, I, I think that I had like twelve cards on it or something like that. Yeah, because I had the commandos and stuff, and you know people kind of fall for that trap of putting everything they can on a ship and they forget stuff and they get all mixed up between abilities and combo combo and stuff. Yep. So that that's a that's a that's a trap. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Um... There, there, there's definitely more to, to keep track of and more to remember. I mean, there's sort of the advantage to simplicity. Like, I see a lot of people championing outmaneuver, and it's like, yeah, that's that is an expensive upgrade that you don't forget, and uh, you know, it's it's right there in front of you, so you're good. There's there's the story of uh, me famously forgetting how much health is on a falcon uh, back <laughs> in the 1.0 days on stream. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like. It's not like it was easy to keep track of things before. I think I think people suddenly forgot that like a decimator or a falcon had a million slots on it anyway in 2.0 and 1.0. Uh, you know, you get you start taking like cheap crew on there and it's like, all right, paragraphs and paragraphs and what it does. It's not it's not too new. It's just now sometimes I look at your two A wings and I'm like, oh that one's got torpedoes and uh that one has two mod slots or something? Like it's it's yeah. definitely I can't I can't look at the board as easily and be like yep I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. I, I kind of just stopped looking at my opponent's waist. Yeah, stopped. kind of. Huh? 
I'll find out as we play. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He explained it at the beginning of the game. And then I told the guy, I hope you'll remember your cards because I sure don't remember your cards. I'm having trouble remembering mine. So have you faced any people that try to do the same kind of list as they were doing in 2.0? Like I I have a friend that played against me with a Lambda shuttle and two TIE defender and I crushed him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, you know, what's interesting is like, so we were talking in our chat about, um, you know, you guys kind of looking at these four ship lists now. And what's really interesting is this evolution because every, a lot of people that I knew were jumping on these five ship lists, which was definitely probably a correct starting point, um, you know, to have this in PVE element, but I am seeing some smaller ship counts pop back up as people are going, you know, what? I am, I am just going to walk over here and shoot at you and, if I happen to grab a box or whatever along the way, that's neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't hold a box if you're dead. Right. No, but you can get behind in the score, though. Yeah. yeah. But one of the things I was talking about on the last lack of focus was the... What was that? What's, what, what? Where? The, on my last podcast, Bruno, that I recorded, which obviously you've listened to, because I know you listen to every X-Wing podcast in existence. Because you just <laughs> I can't used to, get in it. Not anymore. My <laughs> um, old life. Talking about pace of play and like how how quicker that death can rack up and how you, you like yeah. In my mind, when I'm planning my engagements, when I'm looking at the table and the scenario and like my opponent's list and deployment, like I, I'm happy to go down X amount of points in this round as long as I don't do that for multiple rounds. That's okay. Or like you know trading a couple of objectives points to get a better kill shot, but then you have to make sure you're, you're putting that in the bank kind of thing. Um, yeah, because once you start losing ship, you're giving much, you know, many points to your opponent because let's say you lose a four-point ship. Well, that's the equivalent of four objectives, right? So and yeah. then you lose a seven-point ship, it goes up really fast. Uh, that some people that's what i did last time i played seriously i had five ship list but two of them were really not expensive two points so they they can you know take objectives here and there and if they die it's not too bad it's only two points but when i lose my five ship points uh that's uh that's an issue <laughs> yeah yeah I, i've been at the last event i ran it was on easter weekend so it's only an eight player tournament but um, the person who won that was actually running Bubba Fett and then two Fang Fighters, so a three oh, ship right. list, and oh. he won, went undefeated. And no. we only put, we only played three rounds, um, and we didn't play um, Assault a Satellite Array, which is the area control one. So mm-hmm. probably oh. the hardest one for him to have won. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's the hardest one necessarily because that's the one where you still get to get in and fight your opponent. Yeah. Um, I would think the scary ones for that. And admittedly, so I have between slowly becoming a Legion player and busy life, and our our X Wing night doesn't work awesome for me right now um, because uh, other commitments my family has on that night. Um, but so I, I have not gotten to play a ton. Um, but I, I found that like if I have a low ship count, I definitely like that assault the satellite ray because pack the objectives together, and you know, hey, we're fighting in this spot. And, you can spread out, but then I'm just getting 100% to not your 100%. Yeah. Which one is that? Is that the one that 
just where, being being close to them to go to yeah so if you have more ship close to it it's yours yeah yep. okay okay yeah the one i found the low ship counts really hate is like um the when you where you got to grab the crates yeah um a salvage mission or something yeah like that. especially if you don't have passive mods uh floating around because it's like you know you mentioned your two fang fighters and it's like if my fen rao has to uh waste his action grabbing a box you know now i'm just praying that uh you don't ice mm. him or i don't take you know a bunch of so, nasty I damage didn't, i didn't see all of the game but for that one that was round one because i remember being annoyed because i i take the center objective down to the table okay and then the first <laughs> oh. scenario we generated was the one where we get to pick it up. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, I'm going to have to go around and yeah. tape it all up again. Yeah, um, what? Well, go, go ahead, sir. Uh, but yeah, so from memory, I believe he was playing against the six interceptors with uh, Nash and oh. Goran. And he gave up a couple, like, he didn't pick a box before, he picked one up in the first turn, then didn't pick another one up and just blew them up and got crit some people because it's Bubba Fett and two Fang Fighters. <laughs> but what worked well for me in that scenario was uh, Captain Sivor with Enduring. So I could cancel uh, criticals before hits. So that way I would not lose my uh, my cargo. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of um, just cancel those crits. Fine. Mm. E easy game. And I can go on rocks and stuff, so I, I do think there's a bunch of value in mining guild fighters now. Yeah, they have at two points. It's a it's a yeah, right? especially now that uh, especially now that you know the gauntlet and the razor crest are everywhere. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and well, just medium and large base ships are just more popular. Not just those two, just like in general. Yeah. Like. And uh, I loved playing the Mandalorian Super Commandos because you have like two. <laughs> teams that are there they can attack if you want them so they're like two extra attacks and they give strain of, so you can just mess with your opponent and I was playing the uh, chance engagement and my opponent made the mistake of trying to attack them instead of attacking my ships so he lost like two or three attacks on those things and so he was not scoring points on me, that was a good decoy and I was attacking him uh, with those, and I even killed a Jedi with those. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah. The strain is the best part of those. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, setting up, especially because like the ships you're taking them on, your ship count is low. So being able to the value of your other shots, yeah. like uh, that's that's a really. I don't, I don't think it was obvious at first. Uh, I was kind of in the dark at the moment when they were getting spoiled. But uh, yeah, that that strain adds up. Yeah, it's like two extra attacks. Okay. So two times, right? So you can have you deploy team A and then team B. So they each of them have two attacks. So that's four extra attacks, which is great. Yeah. And well, your opponent has to consider them. Yeah. But right. tell me just a rules classification clarification here. Let's say I move my team under you. You get the strain right away, or you need yeah. to move through it no, to get you the strain. Get, get the strain right away. Right away. Okay, that's what I thought, but we had some debate at some point. You, you're overlapping the super commando, so yeah, get, get right. Yeah, so you don't need to move to overlap it. Overlap it as yeah, soon well, as you're under there. You're okay. The like Discord missiles, the people are going to hate them because you get to launch them and place them, and then obviously, if, 
if the template's going to move all of them again, it means they've got double strain for that round. Yep. So it's not fun. <laughs> the game shouldn't be fun anyway. It should be about winning. Yeah. It should be about winning. Yeah. Hey, Alex. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, it's not like you've got to control where people go now. I think like, cards like that have suddenly become a lot more valuable because you know where people are going to be. They're going to be trying to get around the objective. So mm-hmm. yep. if you're using rock placement and then these kind of mobile, just horrible like bits of mobile terrain, then yeah, you'll get value out of them. Yeah, that's that's the... I mean, you know, you know where your opponent probably wants to be now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can't really use like tractor beams anymore. Right? They're kind of useless because... You can't tractor people on rocks and stuff like that. I understand why, but my heart was bleeding when I, I read that the first time. Like, <laughs> so I, I only like tractor beams if I've got a bunch of two dice attacks after them now. Yeah. Oh, I really liked it with Ketsuonyo. Oh, that's because, again, you didn't like people. I don't need <laughs> I, I still friends. don't like I people. I have Ketsuonyo. <laughs> I still don't like people, but... Uh... <laughs> and have friends you or you can have tractor beams. Yeah, I only like you guys. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I don't like you guys. I like talking about X Men with you guys. Different. Oh, okay, you're right. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TVH. What the fuck is that? To be honest. To be honest. To be honest. Okay. But it, look, I work with middle schoolers, so sometimes I, uh, sometimes their words come out of my mouth. <laughs> All right, I, I work with illiterate people, so sometimes no words come out of my mouth. I don't want. Oh so. no, no, uh, no reaction there. That was not funny. Sorry. Okay. It's like a quiz, right? I I tell jokes and nobody react. So we then can I know. Well, we can have it. It'll be okay. You know what it is? Is we're we're just a little slow and without the really helpful, obvious uh, inflection there, struggle a bit. The laugh, the laugh track will pick it up. It's all right. <laughs> all right, and it's the uh, thickness of my accent, uh, Zach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know, I missed it. I gotta get used to it again. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've lost some of my English because I don't talk any, enough a, anymore. I used to work in English, so my English got good, at least toler- <laughs> tolerable. Better than our <laughs> French. <laughs> yeah, better than your French. But uh, yeah, now I'm losing it. So I need to talk with you guys more often. Oh, again, no reaction. So no, fuck. I, I smile. Look, man, oh, you this, is your, this is your fault for choosing a medium where we can't see each other. Because I yeah. felt like that was just nice and warm, and I, I yeah. felt the love. Oh, okay. Yeah, come right. on, man. So next time I'll find a medium with your face on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, now you can't see my cats. Miranda causing pure chaos. Yes. Took them to get their nails clipped, and then gave them all catnip. They went from anxiety to drugs, because that's how we roll here. Did you uh, equip her with the uh, TLT? So I, I've been told if I can get a picture of her with TLT, uh, that the that certain people with access will try and make her black boxes. <laughs> I, I've been told it would be bad form to send pictures of her in boxes to mm-hmm. the plumber every day until they. I just want you know because like Whisper is the bestest girl, and that's why she has a whole ship named after her allowed and standard. And mm-hmm. you know, Fenrau is a very good boy, and that's why he, you know, in two factions, multiple everything. But, like Miranda is very sweet, and how come she can't be? Like when I was uh, packing for Adepticon, she jumped into my bag. 
She knew. Yeah, right? she she wants to be in standard. She wants in the box. Well, there's a point review in May, I think. Yeah. Or update or whatever. So, yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's do a GoFundMe or something like that or start, you know, some... Uh, I would say that when uh, you do, like, a revolution. And, uh, she doesn't even need to get a K-Wing, right? Like, just we just need, like, a random gunner or crew card or something. Yeah. But, you or, like, know, a Y-Wing pilot. Where, I don't know that character, so where does she come from? Oh, the deepest you possible. She has, like, one <laughs> throwaway line explaining the K-Wing in a book. That's it? Yep. <laughs> if you need... Okay. And it, weirdly, she references tanks. Um, it's like, if you need a column of tanks or a Imperial installation taken out, where... Oh, here's the exact line. We're the heavy hitters. When you need a command bridge leveled or a convoy of tanks wiped out, a K-Wing gets the call. And this was after the Battle of Dorning. When you know they were running out of names for places, looking at what happened around them. <laughs> okay. Why? Uh, that doesn't give us much meat, right? Oh. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like Isaac, I like Wade. Kaywin can stay dead, you know. No, I'm I like I said, I'm fine with the Kaywin staying dead. It doesn't even have to be Miranda Downey. It can be, you know, Miranda Skywalker or Miranda Renz. Those are the only families in Star Wars now. Palpatine. <laughs> She could be a Miranda Fett. No. Okay. We? Oui, we? Oui. Oh, maybe. Oui. I mean, why not? Maybe. Maybe that's a. Maybe she's just a, a Miranda Dorian. What? Oh, there we go. Oh, or what? What if? What if? Good. What if Omega takes a, a fake name? Uh, oh, Miranda. Yeah. How about Miranda Kenobi? Oh, there we go. It's, it's time. See that? that close. That's what. But, uh, that's what we need in the Kenobi series. We just need a random person to be like, "Hi, I'm Miranda." Here's a K-Wing. <laughs> and here's a TLT. <laughs> no, don't do that because AMG might bring back the TLT. Yeah. It's all right. They uh, don't be no, that. Please don't. Please don't. Boy, that'll be... Yeah. Of all the bad things that AMG could bring back because some damas at some point doesn't know history, what would be the worst for you guys? Uh, just X-Wing in general. You know, just keep it. If there. they bring back X Wing, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, don't want X Wings to be good. Oh, you mean the ship? Okay, I thought you were talking about the game. <laughs> I, I didn't mean the game. It's okay. You picked <laughs> up what I was putting down. It's all right. The cool thing like, to do. All, all the cool kids still anymore. hate X Wings. Uh, guys, that was a I serious have, question. No, I know. I'm, I'm oh. giving. I'm Come giving on, it man. consideration. I'm trying to have content on this new bad idea uh, thing. I. I've, I think, Bruno, it would be a bad yes. idea to bring <laughs> back supernatural reflexes. Really? If that card ever becomes standard, I think that would be a bad idea. All right. Zach, what would be your bad idea? Uh, other precognitive <laughs> reflexes. Yep, there you go. Uh, I thought we were talking about the gag reflex. But no, no, cognitive. Uh, <laughs> for me, um, I'm actually. You know, the, I never lost my gag reflex, for you know. You know, I've never been working on getting rid of that. So yeah, we. I don't boy, need to bring a, it back. You know, though, um, I I am a little salty at how uh, spammable trajectory. Uh, even oh. as a lover of viewings, uh, if I were charged for a day, I would just slightly tone down their squad points or tone up trajectory simulators, so you kind of had to choose between. Mm -hmm. uh, cannon and bomb B-Wings? Yeah, I have a list with two B-Wings with two uh, Tragedy Simulator, so, yeah. And some of it is just how bad they feel to play against, right? Like, 
Mm-hmm. It's not even uh, like an auto win thing or whatever. Um, and especially, I think now that we have stuff like the gauntlet that can uh, eat that a little better and you know mob the hell back into them. Yeah. Um, but it it sure does feel bad just to have to like I have to be there because the game says I have to be there, and I'm gonna eat a bomb when I go there. How about veteran instinct? I just don't know why I would care about it anymore. And I, you would you would have like ship with the uh, pilot skill of what eight? Yeah, I always hated it from a thematic standpoint. Actually, um, why? Because like you know, pilot skill nine back in one was supposed to be special, but it when it was like every pilot skill seven with a passably good ability that mm-hmm. generated some kind of act- extra actions for it suddenly was actually a pilot skill nine all along. Like, all right. You know, because like in the you know FFG sort of learned it. Like six is supposed to be special, you know, for your your Vader's wedges. Um, well, look at Republic. Who's the initiative six pilots in Republic? Spoiler: It's not a plural. Yeah, right. Like it's it's supposed to be a big deal. I don't I don't want you know. Okay, now Oddball moves after Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that would be good, bad. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That, that was idea. that was. I had to think about that. My my main objection really is thematic more than anything. Um, it's just it's just dull, especially now that multiple ships are just getting like um, talent slots and stuff. Yeah, I just yeah, I just yeah, I don't like it at all. Just, <laughs> no, I, I don't like cards that increase the orange number. I don't I don't like cards that increase the number on the ship. On the ship card, so you don't like like, uh, stealth device, like force crew that you take just for a force point. Doesn't matter what words are on the card. How do you feel about hull and shield upgrade? Mm. They're boring. I I don't I don't mind them as much, and I I don't in this. I'm not as objectionable as I would be if veteran instincts came back, but I don't like them. I don't fight. I don't go. Oh man. What can I stick shield upgrade on today? It's more like gravy. When you can, you put it, and when you don't. I really, really like uh, all in shield upgrades now with loadout yeah. points. Because mm-hmm. if I have a low initiative jouster, like it's a cool it's a cool way to distinguish them. Like actually, yeah, this guy is a he's a little tankier. Like, you know, there, there obviously yeah. there's other upgrades you might want to take. Afterburners is always yeah, I, I have a direction we can take this one then. Yeah. Um, so this one's more about hull and it is about shield. But how much do you enjoy going? How much health does each one of your ships have left? Because I don't know which ones have got hull upgrades just by innately looking at them. Yeah, but Chris, you're so old, you can't see across the board anyway, right? So it's like, I don't know. Well, you're going to have to ask that question anyway. Like I said, shield's not as bad because it's a token. Mm-hmm. When it's just a card in a pile of cards, yeah, whole upgrade is more trickier. Yeah, I'm I not, just think you. I think you use it. I don't know what the critical mass of hull is, but there is a number of hull that when you get to it, you live in that world anyway. Of I just have to ask every time a oh, damage yeah. card goes out. Like a decimator having a hull upgrade is pretty irrelevant to me. You are correct, but like, just uh, do I need to do one damage? Or do I need to do two? Yeah. Would you bring back uh, Push the Limit now with the uh, chained action? I don't think you need it with winged actions. Yeah. No, but if you could 
you know, equip push the limit with you. Let's no. say you have a bad no, ship I, with I, no so, link dash linked action. I don't like it because I think it's steps on the design space of linked actions and the the removal of stuff like boost barrel roll from from Fenro. I think makes Fenro a more interesting choice. Mm-hmm. So I like having only specific ships being able to do the double reposition, and even fewer of them being able to do it in any order. Okay, I do. You know, one thing I, I want to back up. We're talking about TLT. I do think, boy, a small base ship with a range three turret and the ability to. Because I, I look a lot at some of these support ships that have gotten nice buffs. They can contribute more than where they're you know sitting there drifting. Um, you know, like if you're on assault satellite, you know you can be range three of where the actual fighting's happening and sitting on one objective, helping to fight at a different one, um, or you know safe with a crate somewhere, but still helping. Um, you know, send it or sending your action in while occupying a space, uh, or just sort of being forgotten while you satellites like i think that a small base range three turret uh would be pretty egregious even if it was not tlt if it was any number of base even if it was like even if it was like single laser turret range three and you know cancel down to one one hit if it gets through because like large bases are fine because they move fast and you know there's plenty of two dice ships that do it uh but like when you get to that three dice at range three you Really are sort of setting up this like I can control one area while functionally being in another. Yeah, I I don't think any turret will come out that's three uh, a range three turret. I think it steps on what the. Well, I mean, I suppose that's not true because I don't know what AMG want to do. Yeah, I would have put money on FFG never bringing out a range three turret. But I, mean, I, yeah, I think, I think still, some of it is just the. Uh, I, I think there are people that quit at the start of 2.0 that you like back, and uh, I don't. I don't think you're gonna. I don't. Other than maybe Steve Holt, there's uh there's no one sitting there like, yep. As soon as they bring TLT back, that's when uh. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Where uh, do I sign? Yeah. All right. And uh, I mean, I don't know how true this is in the world we now live in, but like for a long time in 2.0 stuff. Still took damage from those two dice attacks at range three. Uh, I don't know how true that is in modern day X Wing. So. What do you mean? Like when they were controlling the amount of token stacking that was possible, and like not everyone was just a Jedi with um, you know force and evade tokens. So. <laughs> yeah, those like, two dice attacks would pop up as relevant from time to time. Yeah, like occasionally Sunti would get shot and take damage. It was good. No, it's uh, it's thematic to the movies though. Because it taught us that uh, only the born with special powers matter. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I didn't come here to not play soon to you. Yeah, I, I used to never play to attack die ship, and now I don't have the choice. I mean, it, it's funny because the objectives really push that both ways. Because when everyone like, you, you're very incentivized to run these chuds that are going to grab boxes. And you know they can have their little slap fights. You know when 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 Ahab sees Blount, finally a worthy <laughs> opponent. Our battle will be legendary. <laughs> I, pew pew. I've I've been really enjoying flying like, the lap now because, as you say, it's a support ship. But 
Uh, it's contributing in like every aspect of the game. Now it's a medium base, so it's controlling area. It's got its supportability built into a chassis, so I'm getting rerolls on my attacks. Uh, it it pumps like damage because people ignore it, so it's like a two Ooh. dice. Um, I'm flying Hawk in the lat at the moment, but even when Hi. Okay. I was playing like pre two point five, but with like the road changes and stuff, um, I was playing. Um, the 212th Battalion pilot, just a generic, as my support ship. And yeah, just like having that ability to go in, I'm going to fly over this way and be around this objective. And my turret's going to be pointing backwards because I can just take Agile Gunner now. I don't need actions to rotate this thing. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of value in those kind of things, like, especially if never anyone can just have Agile Gunner. So you're not having to waste actions on it. So it's always a focus shot. You know where I, I thought I was a genius? Because I I took Andrew Shalak in the Z95 for only two points. Because yeah. I told myself, wow, uh, if there's no ally around, I can add a, an attack die and stuff. But since you were spreading your... Most people will spread their list or their squad at the beginning of the game to get more objectives right away. or there's less people that play in formation now, anyway, from my perspective. So Andrew Shalak was never alone, and never. So he got popped. <laughs> yeah, every every time. One of the first <laughs> things I did when I was looking at all those points, I'm like, man, I I don't know how I ever leave Lone Wolf at home. <laughs> yeah. Like for like day zero when the, all the PDFs came out, I'm like, one was great. I have all these points. I'll just. And, like, the first game, I, I had managed to be like, all right, I'll see how a game looks beforehand. I was like, okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, y- your ship are too spread apart. And when even when you try to stay in formation, I don't know why you end up... Because you don't want to bump anymore. So you, you have to kind of open your formation to make sure you don't bump, bump yourself or you don't bump, bump your opponent and stuff. So formation is gone. That's, I, don't, that's... I kind of disagree with formations being gone. So, given that you know how predictable people's openings are now, I think that there is a world where you can have a, like, I'm just going to use something stupid which you should never actually have, but um, <laughs> just as an example. Okay. Uh, if you did a whole run a mini swarm and just flew it towards the centre of the objective, that fucking idiot who just flies five straight to contest the centre objective is going to get shot by all of them. And then you just starburst your TIE fighters away and you start using them to go and chase the other boxes or whatever. So it's like good you, for one engagement and then you need to split. But like that's what fo- formations were always good until after like one or two engagements and then you had to split them anyway. Mm. Like the fact that it took 17 turns before that engagement <laughs> happens makes you think that they were more important uh, than they were. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not being facetious. I, no, I think that that's a genuine point. Like, you might have spent twenty turns flying your tie swarm in formation, but how many of those were post combat? You know, mm-hmm. the, the second the guns start firing, you're breaking one of them off because it's only got one left, or you know, you're doing that kind of stuff anyway. So, yeah, and now you have engagement in the first round. So. Yeah, and <laughs> I watched someone do. Um, it was it was a resist it was two resistance wests facing off against each other, and uh, the guy <laughs> flew his um, his Y wing um, up 
with wartime world out and like proton torpedoes and just winded up across the center objective. And then the other guy just boosted in, sat in his, <laughs> his bullseye arc. And then, so, you know, I've got marksmanship and this is a proton torpedo and I'm going to acquire a lock because I've got this, uh, what, what's the Y-wing that can copy an action? Uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah so uh, you just fire up. This ship is going to, I see what you're trying. The... Chris. It won't work. Well, Ask me well, random ability questions. Oh, no. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I just I don't remember the names of any of... I, so, this is... As a tangent, uh, I really like Y-Wings I, as a ship in Star Wars. I can never, ever bring myself to fly them in X-Wing because I just don't... I'm not good with I don't know. I can't get value out of them. So, like, the Resistance Y-Wings are so much fun. I don't, I, I've got them, I, but I, I didn't even open the box for like two months. It was just sat on my shelf still in the box. I, I'm a poor person. Uh, yeah, man. Maybe, I, maybe if he had bigger purple numbers, it'd be good. I don't know. I don't know what right? to tell you. There's one good Y-Wing, and it, it ain't fucking any Resistance ones. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think with how cheap the Resistance ones are, I, I do think they're very worth No, but yeah. All right. But just, yeah, just winding up the bullseye with marksmanship, wartime world out. Oh, it's like you can't cancel any of these crits that are coming your way. Heaven forbid you actually roll a fucking crit on those four dice as well. <laughs> you know, those three crits get fucking wrecked, nerd. Because people do it over and over again. They'll just fly and contest those objectives in the early game because people aren't willing to give up a point. Yeah, and it has been funny. Like, one of the things I, I was able to do a bunch at Adepticon is I, um, so, uh, fellow lore master Ryan Stanny stayed up on the night before on a phone call with me while I ran around my basement trying to see what I could find. My X-wing collection, right? <laughs> and um, so Thane was in my list, and I, I had Thane with crack shot. So it would be like, oh, that's that's where your little objective chart is going. All right, well, I very carefully line Thane up directly bullseye across from him, and uh, if you want to fly straight at that objective, you're you're getting three dice with crack shot. Yeah. So, do you guys go right away for objectives, or you let the other guy take the objective and set up a kill box or something that you're gonna make him pay for taking the first objective? Um, I general. So I've been flying a four ship Republic list with a lot. Um, it's a terrible list. It should be a five ship list because that you just drop one of the five point ships and make it into Contrail and. Barris, but I'm an idiot, so I don't. Um, but I generally I'll take either Mace in the in the calibrated Aether Sprite and hang him out to dry on his own a little bit, or I'll put Luminara out wide and she'll go for one. She's in the seven B. Like if I need the shields to survive, or if I need the agility to survive, kind of thing, that dictates how I make that choice. And then the rest of the squad, I kind of send together to bully whether you I'll I'll try and clump at least two objectives fairly close to encourage the fight to happen there. And then I've got one flanking ship and the other three trying to bully you off that. Mm -hmm. So for me it really depends on like obviously what my list is. Uh yeah you know, we talked about formation flying a second ago. I think I think there's might still be a case for um regular old droids doing it because you can fly up and have one grab the action. And on the action objectives, have Calc's yeah. friend, but like you know, you can you can. It depends on the ship. It depends on the scenario. Yeah. Um. 
like one of the things I did at Adepticon is so I had Ezra with Leia on board, and like he basically did his Just best Star Viper objective. imitation and like never left a corner, right? Like what yeah. uh, one safe objective, grab it, fly around in circles. Look, I swear I'm playing. Yeah, um, I, I'm, def- <laughs> I'm definitely not here to give myself a white K turn once this game and take the evade uh, action. I swear I'm playing. But uh <laughs> I I'm so annoyed. That so, I think it was it was just I'm just gonna hammer this fucking idiot thing home now. But yeah, I think it was a bad idea giving Rebel Tie Fighters a crew swap. But it's thematic. It, it's not Zach. It's not. Yes, thematic. it is. Ezra and Zeb fly in the did, did, tie together. Did they? Did they like fit an extra sulfur in the back and chill out and have drinks and like play right? Or did they to escape dying, both squeeze into a Tie Fighter? And then never ever get two people back in there again. <laughs> but, okay, why is it stupid? Why is it a bad because idea? It's a, because it isn't a crew slot. Though it's not like they convert the Tie Fighter to make it a passenger ship. Yeah, it's literally that they right. Yeah, while but, one is piloting, the other one can push buttons and do stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's Ezra and Zeb. So why is Princess Leia hopping in a Tie Fighter? Because. Because because you she, want she that. has the force. It's no, you want popping. you want to use the white uh, the white curtains. I know why, but <laughs> you can't tell me it's thematic. I hate right. it. So that's hate. your point, Chris. Zach, would you uh, do you have a counterpoint for that? What's your argument? Um, let's do a debate here. I, I was just saying, I, I don't. Chris clearly is very upset about <laughs> this, and I don't care enough to <laughs> go back it's too at emotional. him. Well, they no, but but part of the point is that. Uh, like part of the point of those is like they're there for moral support or whatever. Like otherwise, crew aren't transferable. I do think though. So, so hear me out. Um, FFG doing this at the end of their life. You you could um, just say like you can only have Spectre crew cards to at least limit it like that, right? Because like if you do want to be like, all right, these people live in literal bunk beds together. Um, yeah. So like being stuck together, but like. You know, it is a little weird to my theme that, like, yep, Princess Leia got this TIE fighter. <laughs> it, she sat on Ezra's knee. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't, from a game perspective, it's fine. But just what? Just make the TIE fighters good or cheaper. Like, make them all two-point TIE fighters and don't mess around with stupid crew on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, th- that's right. They're expensive right now, TIE fighters. Yeah. Some of them, not night bees. No, not night bees. <laughs> yeah, but you can't put any on great upgrades on it. So you don't need it. You, you have you have blue maneuvers on the dial. Those are your upgrades. Ah, <laughs> that's a good way to see it. And earlier, you were looking for Zori Bliss. Yeah, the yeah. Y-wing pilot that uh, after you perform an action during the perform action step, if that action is on your action bar, you may spend one charge to perform that action, treating it as red. After a shit at range one, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's good though. That's uh but the Y Wing is not it's uh only one defense die. you know it's gonna burn up. No no yeah, that, that's why I like the cheap little one. Pretty uh pretty pretty beefy. Mm. Especially yeah. when the game only lasts like five to seven turns. Oh that's right, huh? Because yeah. At my tournament there, no game went over six turns. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm still uh an engine upgrade for them. Engine, right? Yeah. For who? Engine. Well, y wings. Y wings. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Boost, boost calc. Yeah, I can see that. That's all. I'll let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> I still think um, Afterburners is the uh, the best upgrade in the game at the moment. Yeah, and engine upgrade Y wings are uh, are budget after. I, I I don't even think that it's a bad thing though, because it lets more ships actually take part in the game. Yeah, so if you don't have the boost or like, the ability to boost and then do an action, you just don't get to play half of the uh, the scenarios at the minute. So, sorry, you weren't an A for Sprite. Oh well, unlucky. You can't claim an objective. <laughs> but did you guys face any uh, separatists yet? Um, um, one of my locals plays them. I've, I've, I got a lot of games against them, like very early days. I, I haven't I, seen I, any. Are you asking if I've played against separatists or if I've played against vultures? Because those are two different answers. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I've played against like separatist fire sprays and separatist gauntlets and separatist. Um, I, I'd say bellbulbs, but I actually mean grievances. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> seen sun fac on the table. Yeah. I've seen oh, really? hy- yeah, I've seen hyenas. I have not seen vultures. I'm surprised that the precise hunters haven't been better than uh, they are. I, mean, I guess that's just one of those signs that I'm old, bad, and can't read those things anymore. I don't. But... <laughs> I don't know that you're wrong, Zach. I I don't think that people are brave enough to step outside of what's knowingly good already. Yeah, one of the things I've sort of noted, um, there aren't a lot of people who like have had a lot of historical tournament success or are ever like, yeah, the Separatists are my favorite faction. I love Birds of Star Wars. Uh, mm. Like, I know people who like Separatists, but they're very pragmatic. Uh, yeah. So they're like, yeah, even if, even if they're like married to running Separatists, you know, they, they're the lower burden of execution stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that. Um, like Watt and Spear aren't seeing more play, uh, you know, especially when we just talked about how easy bullseyes are set are to set up. I I agree. Apart At five from, points, though, they're a bit expensive, no? Like, uh, Watt Watt is only four Spear's five. Yeah. What? Yeah, Seer and Grievous are five, but yeah, but like, yeah. You so how many bellblobs do you think most people own? Two, two, and then so the first one's Grievous. Yep, because. Come on, mm-hmm. and then you—if you take a second—I—I—I I, I, I don't. I think the the hardest part for separatists for me when I was looking at list building for them is the actually the middle of the pack doesn't have any punch. Yep. So you. What's the you middle really, of the pack for you? So and if right, the they don't have any good three point ships, they very they struggle a lot at four points to have anything that does damage. They only have Grievous at five that feels like it's going to do damage. Then at the top end, it's loaded with a bunch of really good stuff, but you can only ever take two of them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Because okay. the, the, the Sith fire, and the fire, yeah. is uh, expensive. Yeah. yeah, the Gauntlet, Infiltrate, and Fire Spray are all really good. Uh, they've got some decent ace. I think Sunfak has got a lot of legs at the moment. Sunfak, come on. Are you no, I, like... If you come on, okay, convince me. T- Change my mind. Let... I'm there. Okay. I'm sitting at my booth there with my my sign. Change my mind. Okay, so they let you take ensnare on him now. Yeah, but it's not so good anymore. Remember why? Why earlier, isn't it good because I... tractor beam are not that good anymore. Uh, and, and if you why? bump, you can't do it, it anymore. Not, I think does it not re- does it not reduce their agility anymore? 
Yeah, but if isn't there a thing where if you bump, you oh yeah, get, uh... you, yeah. But that's what I mean. That's why they let you. They let you do the so. Remember, Sunfark reduces your ability by one, and then gets an extra dice for him, and you can't escape him unless well, fair enough if you block him. But then you've probably given him bullseye on you anyway, and he's just really going to take a red I've, I never played the fucking Nentex. I no? own like three of them, but I never played them. I I'm not saying he's the best ship in the game. I'm saying I, I think he has playing so, against it. So I, I have scars. So, so here's my thing about Sunpack. Why yeah. I I do think he, I think I think he has legs as it were right now because like so when we were talking about Dude, you know, all these bug. he has eight legs uh, when we're talking about all these fillers <laughs> that people are not a bug <laughs> when people are talking about all these fillers that we're bringing you know to round out our list or just grab objectives or whatever yeah. Sunfac massacres those yep like he'll, he'll, he'll want a turn yeah your yeah. your Derek's or whatever um your Derek's your Blounts your Ahabs like he can. Can reliably delete those by himself. Even uh, I, I will. You know what? I'm bored enough. I'll plug. I'll oh, plug some back talk, man. That's big talk. Watch out. And like he and he should because he's a lot more points in them. Yeah, but ah. he's also holding on to those points because of the way that the game works now. That generally people aren't going to be chasing some back. They're going to be chasing okay. the stuff that you put in front of them. But okay, let's say you put some fact. And another six-point ship, uh, either a fire spray or the Sith, Sith infiltrator. What else do you put in your list? Do, That's you know, it. This bring is it where, to four. This is where it falls. Yeah, yep. this is this where it falls apart. You you only get two good things, and then you can't play the game anymore. Which is why it's <laughs> I mean, bad. Well, we That's what I'm talking see, about. The, the, go on, Zach. Sorry. Oh, I was say we'll we'll see if the gauntlet fixes that. Um, there, the gauntlet sure is, or the uh, stuff. That is represented in the gauntlet. Sure does seem good. Or not the gauntlet. What's it called? The uh, class. The rogue, by, yeah, we've um, only seen the scum pilot, so haven't we? So. Uh yeah. That but was a, that was a statement, not a question. Yeah. <laughs> it's I a was, good thing you clarify that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember we fly in the show. Uh, Which show? Because I don't Clone know where Wars. that ship is coming from. Yeah, it was in, it was in Clone Wars. Um, okay. Let's like a fraction a of a second, or was it there for for Let's you to see it? Find out. Uh, anyways, it, it it has an opportunity to, to maybe fill that spot. Just looking at the stats on it, I hope so. But why can't I fill my the rest of my list with? It was flown through? by uh, It says it was flown by IG one hundred Magna Guards. And as a Legion player, I can tell you Magna Guards are busted. Well, they're not busted. Yeah. They're just pushed. They're uh-huh. ridiculously good for their point. Yeah. And hopefully we get the same because then I'd start playing separatists again. Yeah. Um, but uh, Chris, why can we, I not fill the rest of my list with uh, Federation drones? Uh, you points? can, you can, or, and that's that's what I've been tempted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to be very careful because they explode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, because. So the problem with them, in my opinion at the moment, is in two of the scenarios, um, the game has the potential to become out of hand in two turns. And if you've given them two vultures with three bad rolls as well, the game's done. There's no coming back from it, which is the issue I think the vultures suffer from at the moment. Okay. It's yeah. just the, the rate at which points are scored 
means that giving up two vultures can be a real problem. The Trade Federation drone is probably okay. Yeah. So it's not the fact that they're two. Po- you're only giving two points, but your firepower and your ability, you know, to move around and get uh, objectives is lowered uh, a lot by the fact that you're losing vultures left and right. Uh, so just there, so, th- so uh, it's uh, one of the. I'm going to take the wheel back real quick, Chris. Yeah. Like one of the tenets in X-Wing forever has been uh, finding ways to score points, right? Like it is still a point scoring game. Um, so when you have like the only way to make vultures hard to score points on is to make a bunch of them. Uh, and there's really not a spot where like, like vultures is not as good as most point ships. Vultures is definitely not as good as most six point ships, right? Okay, like, what? Okay. No, I get, I get it. Yeah. The uh, ratio is not equal so i went onto the asmodee website zach to look at the role class fighter description yeah and it does say used by the dreaded magna guards of general grievous the role yep. class starfighter is known for its powerful engines and devastating laser cannons making it a powerful asset to any separatist fleet See? Magna guards. are they uh, twin laser uh, cannons well so the, the thing is whenever <laughs> they say laser Maybe. cannon <laughs> in star wars like every if you uh, like the entry for any ship like I learned this back way back in the 1.0 days. Like the Wikipedia entry for every ship refers to them as like heavy laser cannons or like there there's nothing there's no average laser cannon in Star Wars. <laughs> Weak laser cannon or small no. laser cannon. Pitiful laser cannon. The the starship in uh, and it's actually called the starship or the ship or something like that. And um the new oh, could you repeat that slower? The starship so... is called the starship and starship what? So the starship that is in the new High Republic books and comic books okay. is actually called the starship or the ship. I can't remember which one of those two things, but that one quite proudly boasts that it has underpowered lasers and are literally just there to try to look like it has a gun. Unpowered <laughs> laser? Uh, underpowered. Underpowered. So it, okay. Yeah. Because it, like, unpower is pretty bad. Like you could nail a Tie Fighter, and it would just be like, "Yep, yeah, cool, cheers." Do you want to have a second go? <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> Hit me again, okay? Um, uh, okay. I we 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 were having a discussion last night at our local game store X Wing Night about the new upcoming Z ninety five for the Republic. Yeah, and we were telling ourselves, do we really need another? Two hull, two shield, two attack, two defense dot. Well, so this is where the design space that we live in right now is really right. Like, because I, I do think under like old X Wing, boy, would it be hard to distinguish that in any way. Um, but like, and you know, this is where I was talking about where I like hull upgrade earlier. So like, if AMG wants to give them you know a bunch of mod slots or whatever, um, or you know, they they have some ability to take ordnance. Like there, there like, is like a, the ship ability. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's yeah. Like, no matter what AMG do, they can't stop you from taking a torpedo unless they give you zero loadout. Yep. So, or or just everything has like five. Everything has just short of taking. <laughs> but eleven point nine nine recurring loadout for all of these ships. Yep. No <laughs> proton torpedoes for you. <laughs> but yeah, it it is definitely the thing where it's like they want. Uh, they, they can make it so like a different ship through slots and loadout points. Yeah, okay. Which wasn't a thing they could do before. You know, before if they, 
and it's you know it's part of Star Wars problem. Star Wars has a billion ships that aren't the heroes fly that <laughs> our heroes can blow up something different every week, and yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but but we can still sell toys, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but is that like, your uh, play tester point of view? Uh, what what specifically? I mean, the the answer is no, but uh, <laughs> okay, you know, don't need to know anymore. Yeah, um, else? no, I mean, you know, Star Wars has had this issue for a minute now that there's a million little like stinky, stinky little ships for you know guy that doesn't matter to get blown up by, so that you know the the A wing is great because Hera can fly it really awesome, and Vader can come in and blow up thirty of them like it's nothing in Rebels. Uh, so. I mean, I can directly address Bruno's point with some, like, loadout value talk, because yeah. assuming nothing changes, then they just release these ships. Republic has access to synchronized console, and plasma torpedoes on a two-attack dive ship are really fucking good. Okay, but... So, like, if you've got eight loadout on any of these, you, ha- you don't have a crappy two-attack dive ship. You've got someone who's crying out to get handed the sync console lock from across the table mm. and then just take the three dice attack that will now be target locked and focused and so burn did, a shield and Zach, like. did you play test that? Uh I'm not allowed to answer that yet. Oh shit. <laughs> yet, yet, okay, yet. <laughs> I, uh, but, uh, I we're only allowed to answer that once it comes out and our name's printed in it. We're not printed. Okay. Okay, but okay, I'm gonna push my question a bit more. Before you give uh, let's say that that's uh, the Republic, a new Z95. Why don't you give a new ship to First Order or that are kind of lacking ships, good ship, or I mean, something different to somebody so else, the or X-Wing a new devs, ship that we don't have? The X-Wing devs back in 1.0 answered that to some extent. They have to get everything guided. Uh, like, they have to get a write-up, and I, I, I thought, did they say they have to go to LFL, or is it the top dogs at um um so the way i would talk about it just because i have this kind of conversation a lot anyway but if you think about it, so a two-year development cycle puts us back in 2020 so you at that time they don't know what's happening with um first order and, and resistance so you can't make ships that don't exist yet because you don't know they exist whereas in you know that these exist so, you know what I mean? Why? What would make you start developing an unknown ship for those factions? And yeah, like Zach, Zach, oh, fuck now, can't speak. Like Zach says, blah, 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 blah. Um, if you you can't get approval for a ship that doesn't exist, yeah. So that I mean, Max, so, Max talked about it. I can't remember if it was on a stream or on his blog. Probably uh, on a paint stream. Uh well, this was Max Brook, the FFG dad. Oh, okay, then. Um, how rude. With yeah. all this anti-AMG sentiment coming out, getting those paint stream digs in. Oh. You know, I, I remember a really handsome, smart friend of mine saying if uh, X-Wing players wanted they wouldn't ask questions about paint. Um, <laughs> but uh, Max said it somewhere that, like, I mean, we, we saw it, right? Like, they they developed um, the Force Awakens box without seeing the movie, because they couldn't. Um, and they like you know had some regrets and misses or whatever for yeah. stuff. Like uh, the silencer being like no, a no, foot long. Uh, in, <laughs> but like the, no, the the Force Awakens box were like 
I None know. Of the pilots had just names. giving another example, Chris. Yeah, yeah that actually, I, I read about that one. That one came from um, a Mattel toy or something. There was a toy that opened up and Kylo had a seat behind it. There, there was some toy that came out that was way too big. That's how that one. Yeah, and there was a bunch of contrasting things about the silencer because they talked about it having the same layout of cockpit as the Falcon, which I assume they meant the controls, not the size. Yeah, because <laughs> Kylo, it was designed for Kylo, and Kylo's used to flying the Falcon. Blah yeah, blah and blah. Kylo only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, Chad silencers are really popular. All right, we if we get them in and. In any of the used stuff we sell, they always sell immediately. Okay, so let's come back to my question. You said that there's a two-year process on, yep. you know, uh, the Razor Crest uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian spoilers, by the way. The Razor Crest blew up on the screen before it made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but that means that they did all the ship they could do for First Order, and had to go back to Clone Wars. Who bring new ships? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean, reasonably. I don't think it's outside of like the realms of possibility that mm -hmm. like, if there's a, a ship that's come out in the, I don't, I don't read the comics and stuff, and there's not really much new stuff being developed at all for the the sequel factions. But like, they could, you know, there's in the the comics. I buy the hardcover one, and there's a. An arc story with Poe Dameron and uh, the other guy there that uh, Ben. Uh, he used to be a stormtrooper and got out of. Uh, yeah, Ben. FN two one seven. No, 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 no. <laughs> the other guy that. Oh, Terex. Terex, thank you very much. And oh, yeah. you know, he he's flying the Arrowhead or something like that, and I don't know the name of the ship. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, are, are you you're talking about Terex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, comic book spoilers, Tarek sort of walks this line between um, being scum and empire. So I, or scum yeah, he used to order. be a, a crime lord with his armor there, and he had yeah. like a whole fleet of uglies, you know, weird ship built out of spare parts. So we could see uglies in the game, right? That would be nice. Would yeah, be there's, there's more chance of seeing uglies from AMG than there is from FFG. Oh yeah, why is that? Because they're all miniatures games who like modeling. Yeah. Right. Unironically, yeah. that April Fool's joke of the X-Wing 3.0 core set that had like stuff on sprue. Can you imagine <laughs> if AMG did an ugly sprue? What's a sprue? Um, where you assemble your miniatures from. So, oh, okay. Like, the, 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 the rack. <laughs> the racking where it's all. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Ah, if, I, if that ever comes real, I will quit the game because I play X-Wing because I don't have to assemble my, my stuff. I don't have to paint it. No, but if you're going to do uglies, that's the way I would do them. Why? Okay, so you could do your own uglies, but yeah, parts would need to be pre-paint, and you just put them together as you want. The Maybe. picture of a sprue for you in uh, the chat if you want full context. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, um, sprue. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, I get it. I don't know where the word comes from. I don't know what. When the, you buy uh, a, a model to build, right? A airplane yeah. model or whatever, that's. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of mini. So um, when Legion first came out, Legion did not have. Then, oh. uh, which. So I was. Uh, okay, they were already cut out. And yeah, they're, they're. So literally, I'm, I'm actually assembling Legion models while we play. Know <laughs> this? If we had cameras, I could hold one up. But yeah, okay, it's fine. like it, it's a Ziploc bag with um, the head and the parts. Stuff 
how it comes. Okay. And uh, so I, I still glue it, but like the advantage of sprues is they offer um, a lot more posability because it doesn't cost you much as a manufacturer to like slip an extra head in there if you want. It's a um, mold, right? Kind of a mold. I actually don't know the answer to mm. that at all. From the those are technical questions. A cast. Okay, whatever. Okay, okay. Yeah. But we're not talking about X Wing anymore, so I'm kind of a. <laughs> I, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> a bit woozy. <laughs> I wish. What are you excited, Bruno? The the Razor Crest might come out next month. I already have one. Oh, how dare you! They're not releasing pre- Canada. I I pre-ordered it from Asmodee directly, so I received it uh, with my gun clip. See, and, and I sad. played it last night, and uh, was not fruitful. Oh, I don't I don't even know what cards are in it because I've not looked because I don't own one yet. Cracking uh, fun is not so good. Where's for I have I have mine somewhere down here. Yeah, I can I can get mine on it. I uh No, it's okay. <laughs> I they're supposed to come out on the sixth of May in Canada. why is it not available yet? Because that's it. That's the end of the sentence. Because <laughs> Because fuck you. Because you yeah. have healthcare, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I accept. The guy who was supposed to deliver it here uh had to work extra hours so that he could pay for a surgery that would have been free. <laughs> you, your guy your guy is on a wait list no motivation to work harder <laughs> oh wow <laughs> well <laughs> yeah do a that'll get fixed one day when all of the people are dead mm-hmm. so on a more cheerful subject <laughs> than everybody being dead <laughs> <laughs> the lowest bar <laughs> hey man don't what? blame me I was on team giant meteor 20 <laughs> I don't oh, get it. Oh, they're uh, I don't the U- get it. It's uh, the U.S. You know, we put out a uh, political campaign for candidates here that are running. Okay, and um, uh, the most popular candidate in the U.S. was uh, Sweet Meteor of Death. It's all hoping <laughs> that a meteor would come and solve our problem. <laughs> well, the issue with that it's it's gonna kill everyone on the planet, just not you Americans. Oh God, <laughs> right? a fate worse than I'm- death. That seems like an American like sentiment, though, doesn't it, Bruno? You know? Yeah, I know. Mm. All right, so let's say in uh, in May they adjust the point. They do a points update. What is the number one thing they need to adjust for you? Nothing. X Wing players' willingness to be good instead of complaining and waiting. That's um, so I, okay. I mean, I think this is a better one for an episode two because I do have thing. I mean, we'd have to do it before the next. Before the points update comes out, yeah, because right. I have a lot to talk about. If you want to talk about points balancing, and, sure. But for but, me, it's more like a, a general idea that yeah. uh, so I, I, I would I like will, to be able. Uh, uh, I would like to be able to run more generics, because now let's say I want to do the uh, Baron of the Empire in the. Uh, uh, I have the Inquisitor, Grand yeah. Inquisitor, at the same price as the Baron of the Empire. Let's say. Or the other that's not good. Why would I play them, right? But you said you the... wanted to. No, I know, but I would like to be able to spawn generics because that's the way I, I used to build lists. I like to spawn like they. You can you can uh, you can run five barons of the empire. I just made a list. It was easy. Chris, if you want you should... to, Bruno, you can. Maybe you should go and stroke your penis a bit while I talk <laughs> with uh, Chris uh, with Zach. I don't know. I would I would watch Chris jerk it. 
I'm, I'm still mad about the camera thing. <laughs> I mean, right. so the, the answer on generics, the problem is like, and I'm, I am pro generic, uh, is that it's very hard to find a line where a generic is good enough to play where it does not become overpowered when spamming. So like maybe, maybe 3.0, we can look back at, you know, dots for everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just all chat, all chassis have a limit. But I would, I actually really like what they're doing now. Where like, you know, if you're rebels, like Porkins is generic, Thane is but, generic. Yeah. So I think Zach, so, are you involved in the 3.0 upgrade of the game as a playtester? Uh, Zach's <laughs> involved in uh, a 2.0 legacy upgrade to the game. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, <laughs> but it's their own subreddit. I've heard. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the <laughs> guy doing their math. <laughs> no, but I agree Jack, with you. What's in the, the, fact- what's the adjusted values? Sorry oh no, it's uh it's honor values now. Oh right, okay. But the the fact that the game evolves around heroes, that I like, right? Because yeah, before that people would rather play like, I don't know, five X Wing generics instead of playing Luke Luke Skywalker. And now Luke, uh it's a good option instead of five generics. So so that that I like because it brings also uh, variability to the game and what you're gonna face in tournament and People will try all kind of weird stuff, and that's good. But um, I would like to be able to play more generics. It's personal yeah. to me. It's, it doesn't mean it's good for the game. It's just no, no. I, so the question I'd ask about generics is the situation we have now is that you are correct. Generics are underpowered for the point you are paying for them, and deliberately so. Mm-hmm. The flip side of that argument is stuff like previously when it was the way you preferred, why would you ever run Joff Starkiller? Why would uh, you I, ever run Jakaris Tubbs? I agree. Because they were more expensive than the generic, and their or abilities not. effectively blank anyway. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's always something that's going to be the worst. And so, I would like to see a line where it's actually faction identity that di- dictates how good your generics are. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind if generic clones were good. I wouldn't mind if generic TIE Fighters were good. I wouldn't mind if generic Vultures were good. Mm. I don't want Resistance X-Wing generics to be good. I don't want... I don't want to take Red Squadron pilots. I want to take the named pilots from Red Squadron. Yeah, and to the point of Zach saying that maybe that's when you need to put dots in front of generics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a good... Uh, compromise the the hard part is like so i talked a little bit about mental tax earlier this came up a lot in um l5r it's just really not ideal as little as possible you don't want to change what a card can be. Mm-hmm. It's just not the world that you want to um and it, it is a little easier you know when it's just a squad building constraint or whatever but like it, it's not a well you want to go to a lot I don't. I, I vaguely remember it was implied that FFG, you know, they even had like limits on how much they could. Um, yeah, because they couldn't fix an Antex in an AMG. AMG just came out and did it. Yeah, but uh, sorry, I don't. That can't possibly be true though, because that would involve AMG doing something good for X Wing that FFG didn't. <laughs> so that can't be true. I must yep. imagine that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you shut your hole. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> something something i heard it on a painting stream <laughs> hey uh on a more 
Star Wars topic and less X Wing Z topic. Lately, I had to do a seven-hour drive for work, and I listened to an audiobook. First time I did that, and I listened to the Mall Lockdown book. Have you read that book or listened to it? No, I'm currently listening to Falling uh, Fallen Star, which is the High Republic audio book for um X for not X for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And you, Zach, have you so read? So we we are in. Zach's um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's a sport called basketball where the Milwaukee yeah. Bucks, uh, not only are they the reigning champions, but they fulfilled a near decade old prophecy, Bucks and Six. Uh, so <laughs> I am, after years of sadness, I am uh, indulging as much sports as I can for a little longer. You know what, then, what? You should do sports instead of watching it. That would be good for you. Uh, I, I try to. My problem is I'm fat and asthmatic uh, and busy. So, like, I can... I understand I, the busy part of it, but the fat and asthmatic, I don't care about it. I, I really enjoy uh, weightlifting, actually. Okay. Okay. I, I miss weightlifting a lot. Mm. Uh, but, well, you know, you even then, yourself. you think you think it's hard to get people together for a game night, try and get people together for kind of sporting thing. Yeah. Um, but, and then... <laughs> Yeah, and then a real injury. One of my buddies, my buddies got concussed playing rec league frisbee. Like, I'm not about that. I'm not getting concussed playing X wing. Um, <laughs> but, maybe, uh, maybe you are. Just, yeah. the, the, my, I, I've seen some real brain melt watching people play X wing. So my my free time, my my gaming time, uh, or my my time when I spend listening right now, it's it's sports podcasting. Yeah. And then uh, I I enjoy Critical Role, but I learned uh, not as much as sports now that sports are happening again. Mm-hmm. I started listening to uh, Critical Role during the early days of the pandemic. There were no sports. Uh, and now I'm far behind. I consumed all of it. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. I can finally you know watch this live with everyone else. And I just ran out again. I don't know what uh, Critical Role is. It's people playing D&D online. Oh, um, yeah. it is actually it is the most profitable show on Twitch. There was that league of really come. They've made what well because it's, it's professional voice actors doing it. Oh, I've heard about it. Okay, yeah, yes, yes, and yes, then okay. you know people don't believe people at home seem to get this, but because it is now their job, uh, the DM has you know unlimited time to prepare, and they mm-hmm. have a set that contributes to it. Uh, so it it really is. Um, it's like like story improv instead of comedy improv uh with okay. background of a game we're moderately mm-hmm. um so you know it's 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 got a real niche like i i enjoyed it. it's fun um it works in part because uh the people that are friends and seem to have a real chemistry uh i think that's yeah it's it's one of those things where people try to copy it and they forget that like oh yeah part of the fun is that these people are having fun and um Oh, only serious, no laughs. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's serious, we're playing. But, uh, okay, to go back to my point <laughs> about the book. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it, it was not that good. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for that, man. Cool. <laughs> thanks for a recommendation. So, <laughs> in, in the, um, the final segment of the show, where we're going to do book recommendations, Bruno recommends not reading this book. 
<laughs> no, I got a actually serious question. Um, I I have been contemplating um, reading audiobooks. <laughs> you should try writing also. Uh, well, you know, Stan, Stan and I are going to move in together once both decide we have enough fatherhood to all the reading. Um, so I've been I've been considering audiobooks because of all the driving I do, but like. I don't know. I, I it's taking that first step. Is you have like a preferred audio player, or is it an app on your phone audible. download or yeah. Audible? Okay, I, well, it's I expensive pay for Audible though. as well. It's expensive, I, man. You're not wrong. It is expensive, but but it's like I, buying the book. I almost. find it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just to get back to the book, which is not that good. It's about it's about Darth Maul being sent on the mission by Darth Sidious, which. Darth Sidious is being kind of tell what to do by uh, Dark Plagueis the Wise, and Darth Maul is in a prison where you you have to fight people to survive. Uh, there's kind of an arena, a bit like the Lore Master Quiz, and you have to fight <laughs> people to entertain people, <laughs> and people will place ba- bets on you and stuff like that. But Darth Maul, you know, he doesn't talk much. Everything he does is with violence and success. And he suffers a lot in battle, gets injured, but it's Darth Maul, so he doesn't care. And he's super intelligent. And people ask him questions, it doesn't answer, uh, or he answers with silence. And does, then he ta- does he say, My name is Gladiator? And then ask almost, him if he's not entertained. Yeah. And, and at the end, he managed to do everything Darth Sidious asked him to do without really asking him to do it because he should know through the force, which he cannot use. Because part of his mandate is to not use the force, and at the end everything is uh, peachy keen and he gets out. So actually, I have a a real and serious question that you wow. you did learn something that a lot of Star Wars fans are uh, pretty curious about. So Plagueis was alive shortly before the uh, the start of the Clone Wars. Uh, well, yes, shortly before a Phantom Menace, at least, at least, yeah. Because yeah, I uh, I always pictured like. I just sort of had assumed that, um, like, he did that deed and then became a senator at Naboo or whatever. Like, I had no idea that Plagueis was alive that late. Well, at that point, I was, well, Sidious was not yet, well, he was at Coruscant, so, but he was not yet the the emperor, because it wasn't known, because it was still Sidious. But uh, he and Plagueis, they kind of are in competition to one another and playing mind games to one another. So, yeah. Huh? But I don't know exactly what's the, the date or the timeline of that story with Maul. Uh, but yes, he was there. Well, I mean, that just telling us that Maul was alive at the same time, because I don't know. What, what's Maul? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a Duff Marion. No, it's a no, no, it, or something like that. Yeah. that it, but Daff Mia. But yeah. Darth Maul. No, it's Zebrak, I think. Oh, yeah, it is. It is Zaborik or Zabrak. Zabrak. And they lived. <laughs> 12. <laughs> what? Oh, man, I'm doing some control F's here on uh, page because a lot of words. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just going to send this to Danny and ask him to tell me how old Darth Maul is. Oh, ask him uh, as if it was a question for the lore master. Okay, so. The famous Sith Lord Darth Maul was believed to be a full-blooded Zabrak, though he was in fact a Dothmarian with a full-blooded human mother, apparently. Oh. 
Oh, he was a bastard child. Okay. That's why he was full of hatred and stuff. Jesus. What? Uh, I'm a were... bastard child. I'm not full of hatred. I, I am I am for you now, but you know. <laughs> this so is you're a, a bastard? Occurrence. Can I yeah. say that now? It's out it's it's out in the world that you are a bastard? I, I don't think I've ever hidden that fact. Both well, like But it, now it's confirmed. Right? D- due to my birth and also the fact that I'm a bastard. Can we call you Chris the Bastard? If you want, I've Or the British the bastard? The e- yeah. shit eating British bastard? Can we do it go there? I mean, that's probably a bit Cock of a threat. Oh, here, here it is. I got it. It's under the Death of Mirian page. Oh, okay. um, thank you, Zach, for saving Chris. By the time a Death of Mirian was around 50 years old, they were already old age. So they don't live long, like dogs. Yeah, so that, that tells me that, um, yeah, like, like I said, that, that is a thing that I learned here, that uh, Darth is much more interesting. Catwalker's talking Darth Plagueis. Or Darth Plagueis, yeah, my bad. It's all right. I think that would be a good closing point for the show. What do, what do you think, uh, Chris, since you are the host of this? Am I? I thought you were doing a fairly good job. Oh, uh, I think we're three. We're all one third of hosts. <laughs>